0: radio high five with the explosion.
1: Now it's time for your one and only source for fantasy football news and analysis.
2: Like WCW, this is where the big boys play. With your favorite
1: hosts,
3: He gets his fantasy football advice from 12-year-olds on
1: TikTok. Micah. I put up so many points. And producer Tony. This is only mic time I get, buddy, so just sit back and strap it down.
2: Y'all use your podcast
0: as a forum to air grievances. Let me ask you this question. Do you like magic? It's already a shitty podcast, like 10 minutes into it. I would not listen to this. Hey fellas, I love the podcast.
1: Music created by Brian Swanson. Welcome everyone to the week 14 recap slash playoff preview show. Fantasy football scoop. And, Gabogoo, I am your host, Tony. Uh, we have the full crew back again, uh, joined as always by Bishop. Bishop, how are you doing tonight?
3: I'm doing very well, Tony. Uh, season's almost over, and I've never been more excited.
1: <laughs> and welcome back to the podcast, the Tori Hanzo. Uh, how was your trip, Micah?
4: That was reasonable. I uh, it was pretty kind of kind of quick. I should go for 2 weeks, just went for a week this time. So just pretty kind of low key visiting family. Not too shabby, but uh not the most exciting trip in the world I ever had.
1: Uh did you eat any animals? Cuz that's what I was uh speculating you were doing last
4: week. Well, of course, yeah, yeah, lots of uh lots of animals were were savage and ravaged and consumed by savage michiganders. <laughs> nice.
1: Um, this is going to be a, a hybrid show. We're going to talk about last week's week 14 and, and talk about the pre about the playoffs, uh, a little bit too. Uh, but I want to lead off here with, I think the most important story of the NFL season. And that of course is Tommy DeVito's agent, uh, guys, uh, (laughs) That Monday Night Football, when we first learned about this guy, was one of my favorite uh, football memories I've ever had. Um, so Bishop, Micah, were you guys watching Monday Night Football when this uh, story was uh, happening?
4: I was not, but I saw all the recap, all the pictures of these uh, like uh, <laughs> dapper-looking mafioso types. And I was like, this is uh, damn depressive. And they also saw some pictures of this uh this tailgate it was apparently sponsored by this uh this bakery in newark that i've actually been to called calandra's uh-huh there's a car draped in like a calandra's flag or something and they actually have uh amazing cannoli it's all i don't think it's even a talent anymore i think it's all like ecuadorians or something in there now but their cannoli is huh very good
1: what about you bishop were you awake when this was happening
4: no, and I still
3: don't know what you're talking about. I'm hoping you guys can fill me in. Uh, I have no idea
4: what you're talking about.
1: All right, hold on. Get Let's on the to... Google machine. Yeah, I, I, I'll I'll take care of this. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so this all happened when uh, they, it was like a Monday. the The Giants were playing Monday night, obviously. So um, they are showing like pregame footage, right? And they're they're showing okay. Tommy DeVito, and uh, Tommy DeVito's in like a hoodie. But next to him is a man who uh, is wearing a fedora, he's wearing a three-piece pinstripe suit, uh, he's wearing a black shirt, and he, he's he's on the phone, he's like having a, a heated conversation, a lot of hand motions, you know how Italians do it. And uh, yeah. Twitter just went wild with speculating on who the hell this guy was. Uh, so I just posted the picture in the Discord, can you see that?
3: Oh yeah, I definitely see the picture, but now I'm disappointed that there's no GIF because I wanted to see the animation of the hands.
1: <laughs> yeah, you'll have to you'll have to look that out for yourself. But uh, yeah, I will. Um, yeah, that, that I had a lot of fun uh, Monday night because as Twitter does, they 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 look for like they find out who this guy is immediately, and it turns out it's his agent Bishop. Did you know Tommy DeVito had an agent?
3: No, how? <laughs> How could he have an agent? Like, what did he do?
1: Well, uh, it turns out, you... <laughs> I guess he's a friend. He's a friend of the family, as as, as they say in uh, in New Jersey. <laughs> oh yeah, Micah's got a good gif here of uh, of the <laughs> agent doing the hand gesture, and there's a man kissing him, and that is Tommy DeVito's dad, which is uh, hilarious.
4: Um, <laughs>
3: this is.
1: <laughs>
4: So it turns out uh, there there's a the, Vegas line on the over under of like how many people, let's say, went on permanent vacation because <laughs> of this agent.
1: Yeah, he's just a very dapper uh, Italian man. Um, he looks like he's straight out of like a Bronx tale. You ever seen that movie, Bishop?
3: Oh, yeah. I'm very familiar with that. movie. Yeah.
1: You you know, the the kid with the fedora who ends up getting the Molotov cocktail at the end. Uh, he looks like that guy. Yeah. Um, and it's just it's just perfect. He's he's like the it like if you like stereotype wrote in a greasy Italian man from New Jersey, this is this is what they would come up with.
3: Like I remember back in like the 80s and early 90s like this type of individual was like everywhere, right? right. Like you could see him on every channel, or whatever. Uh in 2023 like you would think it's like it's it's all over, right? Cuz you don't see those people anymore and then he just shows up out of nowhere fascinating
1: yeah i mean i was i was posting everything i could find i found that picture of the of the cannoli place uh and the tailgate and it turns out this guy's his name is like uh sean's the kello or some shit like that but he's got a nickname can you guess what this man's nickname is bishop the don ah no that's a great guess his nickname is Slimy Stichello, or Stiletto, or whatever the fuck his name is.
3: Yeah, that, that checks out.
1: And he just got indicted into the Amer- Italian American Sports Hall of Fame, which is located in Chicago. So I think this- you mean <laughs> in-
3: inducted, but indicted also works too. <laughs> Did I say inducted? Freudian slip? <laughs> Oops. Yeah.
1: Uh yeah, so I'm just having a I'm having a blast with this uh with this guy and uh I don't know. Uh <laughs> I yeah, sure there was football games. We'll get to those eventually, but uh <laughs> I mean, this was this was uh this was the highlight of my night to say the least. Yeah.
3: It's a proud day in Italian American history.
4: <laughs> Giuseppe should be proud.
1: He should. Alright. Uh so how was your uh how was your Sundays and Mondays, guys? Did you guys watch get to watch much football?
3: Go ahead, Micah. Uh
4: on Sunday not too much. I unfortunately did watch the first and fourth quarter of the embarrassing Lions game against the Bears. Yeah, you were... were, I was in uh, transit.
1: You were uh, very quiet while that game was happening, Bishop. I thought that was kind of weird that he wasn't there, you know, watching the the Lions get their ass kicked.
4: Yeah, I was was in uh, transit to, like, an airport, so I missed the second or third quarters. But then I watched it at this airport bar, and uh, everyone was uh, forlorn and swearing, and it kind of sucked. (laughs) (laughs)
3: <laughs> <laughs> I had a visitor come over this weekend, uh, former champion King Worm. Ooh! He came in for the weekend to visit for my dad's birthday. Uh, so I was busy literally almost all weekend. Uh, he brought his kid over. And uh, it's weird because Worm was like fighting for a playoff spot and he was, seemed disinterested in watching games. I thought that was very huh. interesting.
4: Well, he was guaranteed a spot, so he probably didn't care as much as others. Oh,
3: maybe I don't know. I wasn't paying that close attention. I thought I thought he he was fighting for a spot.
1: <clears throat> no, he was he was either going to be the the uh, the division winner or the wild card. He was he was guaranteed a playoff. Spot.
3: Oh, okay.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, how's how's Worm doing? I haven't heard from him in quite a bit. Uh, I, does he does he listen to the podcast?
3: Uh, no, he doesn't. Uh, I'm, I tried to invite him to the Discord, so I sent him a, a link. So expect not to get any messages from Worm in Discord. But I wanted to make the offer because I want the rest of the league in the Discord since half the league is on the Discord and half the league is on the message board. So we need to, like, fuse the two. <laughs> so that's what I'm trying to do. I think but that's Matt's my, own, my only. Yeah, Matt's my only holdout, and I think it's because he's worse at technology than I am, and that's hard to say.
4: I find that so, uh, very hard to believe.
3: Yeah. <laughs> it's it's very possible. So but did Worm
4: bring any uh eucalyptus spray or Dr. Squatch soap?
3: No, but he cuz he forgot his uh uh toiletry bag, so we had to go to the store and buy this uh it wasn't even Dr. Squatch, it was something else like I don't know, it was like made out of like roots and honey or something kind of soap, I don't know. <laughs> Like, it's stuff that's not normally in soap like huh. you just randomly walk into a forest grab three things and say that's soap
1: lavender was it lavender
3: oh no 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 that would make sense right because that like there's lavender smelling soap no this is like tree bark and uh <laughs> you know uh, moss stuff and yeah it's it's really weird but i guess that's the california thing I don't know
4: did he ask you if there was a place nearby for an avocado shake? Uh,
3: no, but I'm pretty sure he would have known the answer to that right away. Cause Florida like, is like the anti California. Yeah. I don't know if you're aware of this, yep. like everything you think you would, you find in California, you will not find in Florida and then vice versa.
4: Hmm.
1: Well, that's good. I'm glad, uh, I'm glad you got some face time with your brother. Um, I don't know. Let's let's talk about some uh, recap here of week 14. Week 14 was uh, there was a lot of possibilities for playoff teams, Um, none in this first game, because we're going to start as always in the in the (laughs) balls Mahoney. And uh, we had Iowa's gangbang thugs uh, from Turtle versus my gone fishing and uh I think uh, I think Bishop, you called this last week that uh, Turtle was gonna win a game that he had no business winning, and that's exactly what happened. He wins 82 to 62. my guys just really did not show up. Uh, Jalen hurts only two points uh against the the Cowboys it looks like the the Eagles are in trouble. I don't know. They 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 have not played well like the past couple weeks here and uh my fantasy team was definitely hurting this week. Um I got I did get a good game out of James Cook finally. Uh it only took 14 weeks, but hey, I got uh 18 points with a touchdown. Um <clears throat> I did have uh Nico Collins go down uh against Against your Jets, Bishop, did you did you get watch that Jets game by by any chance?
3: No, I wish I did, man. Yeah.
1: I wish I did. It was a it's gotta uh, be highlight somewhere. Monsoon. It was it was raining and raining oh. hard the entire game, and then uh, Nico Collins goes out in like the first quarter, and then C.J. Stroud actually went down with a concussion. Uh, so they knocked out C.J. Stroud. Unbelievable. Um,
3: I wouldn't make the argument that the Philadelphia Eagles are terrible. I was just looking at their schedule. Like the first eight weeks, they were playing all like cupcakes.
1: Uh-huh.
3: And then they played Dallas twice, Kansas City, who sucks, Buffalo, who sucks. And then they got whooped by San Francisco, and then they got whooped by Dallas again just now. So I think they're a uh, slightly above average team.
4: Okay. Or and like the saying- NFL is saying, we do not want the NFC Championship game in Philadelphia. These people are dirty, slimy. We don't want to grease poles. We don't want to be police horses punched. You guys got to slip under the radar. No NFC Championship for you. <laughs>
1: Yeah, and uh Turtle Turtle had a good week here. Uh twenty-eight points from Lamar Jackson, ends up getting three touchdowns uh against the Rams. Is that his highest game this week? Or this year, sorry. Uh his second highest scoring game this year. Uh, and he put it up on me. Uh he finally got his tr- his uh his triple wide receiver uh armada here, and uh Cooper Cup was the best one of the bunch with eighteen points. Justin Jefferson actually got hurt again, so he only got three points. Mm. And uh, Micah, Amin Ra, Sun God, what happened here? Three points against the Bears.
4: Uh, he had some uh, hands of stone on Sunday, Matt. It was pretty crazy. <laughs> Guy's known for not dropping anything, and he was useless, but uh, bad news for lines all around, man. They did not have a good day.
3: I just saw the final score of the Vikings-Raiders uh, game. 3-0. Oh, yeah.
1: Uh, it was <laughs> 0-0 until late in the fourth quarter, Bishop, and they got a field goal like at oh, the very wow. end to win. Wow.
4: That's terrible.
1: I was rooting for a 0-0 tie. I thought that would have been amazing, but uh, it did not happen. Has amazing. that ever happened?
4: One fifty seven on the clock. Oh, wow. Wow. <laughs> amazing. Yeah, dude, that should have gone to overtime and then ended in a zero-zero tie. That probably hasn't happened since like nineteen thirty-two.
3: I was going to say, since since the forward pass, has there ever been a zero-zero tie?
4: <laughs> we'll find out.
1: Stay tuned. Know. We we got we got dangerously close last week, but uh, we did not get there. So Turtle goes to four and ten on the season. So he's in the lottery. He's in the number one slot. And I go to 5, 8, and 1 on the season. Bishop, I snuck my way into the lottery. Can you believe it?
3: Uh, normally, I would be like, congratulations. But we all know it's terrible to be in a lottery. and uh, My condolences to you, sir.
1: Yeah. Uh, it's been a rough year for your boy. Uh, <laughs> I've had a lot of tough losses, as we've documented. Mm-hmm. Uh I never gave up. I never tanked. Uh, I, I continued to play my guys. They just uh, they just weren't good enough this year. And uh, I will take a lottery berth. Uh, there there were some things that had to happen in order for me to get in there. And we'll we'll get to those. But uh, if you're not in the playoffs, you want to be in the lottery. So I'm, I'm kind of happy about that. <laughs> All right. Let's go to the next matchup. This was a big matchup here. And we had What? K-Walls robot unicorn attack <laughs> versus Bishop's Finally, it's over. It's finally over. And Bishop gives gives k some medicine here. This was the trade bowl like the trade bowl matchup here. Uh so why don't you talk about uh about this game and uh the trade results?
3: Well, the trade results are obvious uh, since the trade that I had the uh, superior end of that trade. Uh, he originally started Josh Jacobs, and I convinced him to start Tony Pollard, which ended up helping him, but it still wasn't enough because Pollard put up 11 to Josh Jacobs's four. Uh, his boy Mike Evans, one catch for eight yards. That's uh, that's pretty awful. While my duo of Zach Moss and DJ Moore put up six and twenty-three respectively, uh, unfortunately, it's not. It wasn't enough to propel me into the playoffs. But uh, I think in the end, when the when the, the dust has settled, it'll be viewed as uh, the greatest trade I've ever made.
1: <laughs> yeah, DJ Moore, he got a rushing touchdown. And then a passing touchdown, two touchdowns, uh, no touchdowns for for K. Uh, Tony Pollard, or Mike Evans. Hmm, interesting. Yeah, yeah, or uh, Travis
3: Kelsey, or Keenan Allen, or any of his other terrible players. <laughs> but he's eleven and three, and he gets to go to the playoffs because he had the the luckiest scheduling I've ever seen out of anyone ever in this league. But uh, congratulations, K-Wall, you've earned it, all of it.
1: (laughs) A big game from your guy, Brees Hall, in the rain, Uh, 19 points. He caught eight balls for 86 yards, Bishop. That's Zach Wilson comes back, and then he just starts dumping balls to uh, your boy, Brees Hall.
3: Yeah, and I'm seriously debating keeping him because uh, if Aaron Rodgers is healthy next year or some decent backup quarterback... I think Brees Hall is going to be the man.
1: I would love it if you did not keep him because that means I could draft him next year. So that'd be fantastic. Um,
3: Can we keep four people?
1: <laughs> uh, we'd have to make obsessed. some pretty pretty swift rule changes. I don't know. Just, uh, Michael, what do you think? You think Giuseppe would go for that? I don't think he would.
4: Well, he will not. But when the twenty-year plus. Planned coup is finally executed uh-huh. and it'll be crowned Santino emperor of the league. We're going to have the long snappers. We're going to have four keepers. We're going to have referees. Reporters. It's going to be amazing. Yeah. Sideline reporters. sideline reporters. We've been working on this for over 20 years. One of these days. Watch your back, Giuseppe. It's happening.
3: <laughs> Do you remember when Santino had that obsession with Susie, Susie
1: Culver, Yeah. Susie Culver. <laughs> oh
4: yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Susie <laughs> Culber. She actually looks better now than she did back then. Like she had a weird like hair. Now she looks more, I guess, like feminine, I guess.
3: I just remember he had a thing for her, and he like like Micah said he wanted to have a league with sideline reporters on rosters.
1: There was another one. There was like a horse-faced woman that he really had the hots for. I can't remember her name. Oh man. I think she was she worked for the Jets or something like that. She covered the Jets. And uh (laughs) Santino was all all about her as well (laughs) probably Ah, anyway uh yeah Kowal's team is falling apart um he got no touchdowns out of his skill position players here uh Keenan Allen got hurt and also Justin Herbert is out for the season with a uh, broken finger some man named Easton Stick is playing quarterback for the Chargers Bishop
3: Easton stick.
1: Easton stick is this man's real name. Sounds like a baseball bat. I was going to say
3: a hockey stick.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Right. Uh, Yeah. uh, Taylor Swift is destroying Travis Kelsey and the chiefs. Mike Evans, uh, an alleged terrible person. uh, According to Bishop here, uh, only one catch. That's kind of very strange for, for Mike Evans. And uh, you always want to go into the the playoffs hot, and uh, I'd say K-Wall's going in mighty cold. But he is going to the playoffs irregardless, so congratulations to K-Wall. And let's go to the Shula division. We had some some stuff going on here. Um, First matchup here, Ted Lasso way with Giuseppe versus McLean's Cologne Rocks. And uh, McLean needed to win this game to uh, to win the division, and he takes care of Giuseppe, no problem. One hundred eight to sixty nine. Look at this well balanced attack from McLean. Not only on his starting roster, but his bench players are are, are amazing this this week too. 18 from his quarterback, 15 from Joe Mixon, 15 from Austin Eckler, 16 from Rashad White, 13 from Garrett Wilson, and 13 from Rasheed Rice Bishop. That is uh, that's hard to beat if you got uh you got points coming from all angles there.
3: Yeah, that's uh, should actually pretty impressive. Like right. no one over 20, but like everyone's very high. Uh, if his kicker doesn't miss a field goal, everyone's in double digits.
4: Yeah, Lindo Bari screwed him over. That bastard.
3: Yeah, I, another Italian hero.
1: Um. Yeah. So, uh, just a just an ass whooping by McLean here. Giuseppe really didn't stand a chance. Uh he 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 risked a lot by trading for uh for for Patrick Mahomes, and like I never thought in a million years, barring injury, that he would be this bad on a fantasy team this season. But uh you know the combination of no wide receivers and Matt Nagy calling the plays is a recipe for disaster. Yeah, that's yeah. terrible for
3: him. And how much are they paying him?
1: Uh I'm not sure, but I know it's a lot and uh he's not he's not he's not living up to it this year. That's for sure. Um, what 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 can we say about Giuseppe's team? Uh, good good, good game from uh, DeAndre Hopkins here. Uh, B. John Robinson seems to to be a stud. Uh, definitely keeper for him next year. Um, yeah. Uh, Giuseppe is also lottery bound here, and by winning this game, McClain has won the division, so he is the division winner in the Shula at eight and six. Uh, Micah, you got any thoughts on this one before we move on?
4: Matt's bad. Uh, well, the year wasn't going good for him anyway, but, uh, he has 69 points, which is still good for 94.5% Murr, even on his bench. There's nothing else he could do. All these guys had zero and they, I guess they were probably all injured, but, uh, not a good year for Giuseppe. So he'll be sleeping with the fishes. And he'll be sleeping with, uh, looking help, uh, with Mahomes. He can help mend, uh, Kelsey's broken heart after that, uh, that hot stuff singer ditches his ass because he's a loser.
3: <laughs> Screaming under a bridge.
1: <laughs> All right, let's go to the next matchup. And we had Bobby Big Balls taking on Matt here. And, uh, Bobby Big Balls had some, uh, some playoff aspirations. He had a shot at the, at the division, but he needed McLean to lose. So he could not win the division. So he turned his eyes to the wild card and he needed to win to give himself a chance. And he did that, uh, very handedly here, (laughs) uh, 104 to 48 Bishop. Um, Matt was only able to put together 48 points, 66% Murr. uh, some real stinkers on his team. Um, I feel like we've, we've piled on Matt a lot. Uh, we love Matt here. Uh, it's just a rough season, and we have to talk about something. So let's talk about Bob's team. How about that? You, you good with that, Bishop?
3: Uh, b- before we do, I just want to talk about Tua. I don't know what happened to that dude, but like he was like viewed as the number one quarterback in the beginning of the year, and now he's putting up two points against the Tennessee Titans. <laughs> What happened?
1: Uh, on Monday Night Football, too, by the way.
3: <laughs> and he has Tyreek Hill. Like, just throw deep and he'll catch it. Like, this isn't difficult.
1: Yep. Uh, that's true. Wow. Uh, Tyreek Ty- Ty- it- actually went out with an ankle injury for most of that game. Uh, oh, I think, he did? I think their center went down, too. Like They had, like, three players get injured in, like, the first quarter. Uh, but uh, mm. Tyreek Ty- did come back, but he didn't really do much, as you know. Uh, Bob's team, 104 points in a must win game. And he, he got there with his, uh, triple, his triple 49er formation here. Uh, 26 points, two touchdowns versus Debo Samuel. Um, Debo is a grown ass man. He's, uh, he's one of my favorite players and, uh, he looked great on Sunday, Micah. That's for sure.
4: That guy's been blown up. That's two huge weeks in a row and uh bobby big balls man i mean any other week uh maybe any other season unfortunately he uh there's a a juggernaut that we'll we'll discuss later that uh, was in his path so i just don't think it was in the cards for him this season because he uh he had to go over a very tough bridge and now he's screaming under the bridge there it
3: is <laughs> i was just gonna say debo's rushing touchdown was from one yard out <laughs> Goal Not line. like a 40-yard. Yeah. yeah, and he has Christian McCaffrey, so he's, just, you know what I'm saying? Like, either way, he would have gotten that touchdown. Yeah. But he just happened to have, Why is Debo running the ball on the one-yard line when you have Christian
4: McCaffrey? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> that offense, man, they, they do weird stuff. Well, it's working for them.
1: They do weird stuff, but they score touchdowns, and Bobby got uh, three of them this week. Uh, one from George Kittle. Uh, McCaffrey should have had like a 60 yard touchdown, but he kind of ran out of gas on like the three yard line and, uh, he got vultured by the backup running back. Uh, so he didn't get that one, but, um, uh, hell of a, hell of a, hell of a debut, Bob, in your uh, first year in this league. Uh, we have a lot of weird quirks and rules and, uh, it usually takes a while for owners to, uh, to figure it out, but, uh, you had a good effort here, um, I will be sending out your fourth-place certificate uh, very shortly here. Uh, So, uh, Hmm. yeah. Um, Bob did not make the playoffs. Spoiler alert. Uh, Matt did not make the playoffs. uh, And I think uh, his divisional record kept him out of the lottery, Bishop. I was able to – my team was technically worse than his because – that tie that me and you had in the division was uh was very huge in uh, the lottery standings.
3: So uh, yeah, actually, I I was just looking at the standings. If we didn't tie and I beat you, so if I score one more point, I'm in the playoffs.
1: <laughs> Man, it's it, it was a crazy year, buddy. It was it was just crazy.
3: A <clears throat> fucking week three, whatever that was, It was bullshit. <laughs>
1: All right, uh, let's go to the next matchup, and we have our guy.
0: You can see me. You can see me.
1: Santino taking on the big dumb idiot, and uh, Santino had uh, division aspirations and wild card aspirations. So um, Santino could win the division if he wins and Worm loses. So keep that in mind, everybody. Uh, and this one was very interesting, Bishop. Um, I think I called it out when it happened uh, last week when we did the podcast. BDI decided to bench Dak Prescott for Jordan Love. Okay. Also, BDI decided to bench uh, Brandon Ayuk for Romeo Dobbs. And those were two decisions that really screwed them over this week. Uh, Jordan Love and the Packers were just awful on Monday Night Football against the Giants, Bishop. Unbelievable.
3: The Giants got a good defense, relatively speaking, and it's it was at home and... I don't know. He probably just got scared of Dallas playing the or uh, yeah Dallas playing against the Eagles. He probably bought into the hype, hmm. and uh, yeah, he made a terrible mistake there. Also, I just noticed his kicker has negative six points. That's hilarious. Oh, yeah. that, that
4: was amazing. <laughs> yeah. uh, Mike Vanderjack lost his magic, man. It's an yeah, idiot, yeah. and kicker. he's living the gimmick, man. I mean, if you look at the numbers, there's really no justification for that Romeo Dubes play. Unless he was like really convinced that uh, Jordan Love's gonna blow up and have some dynamite connection. But if you look at the past couple weeks, uh, for the past two weeks, he combined for 10 points, huh? And then, uh, you look at, uh, compared to Brandon Ayuk, who compared for 23 points.
1: Uh huh. Very, I don't know,
4: it's bad. Uh, bad decisions, you know, you could almost be like, is there some shenanigans going on? But, you know, BDI is not smart enough for shenanigans, so he just... Uh... <laughs> he can't... Who knows, man? Who knows what he was smoking that well, weekend, but uh, did not do him any any services.
1: I think the last thing that BDI would want to do is help Santino in any way, shape, or form. Um, so I don't think there is any of that kind of shenanigans. Uh, but... I I do think it's very odd that he made those lineup decisions. I'll just say that. Hmm. But let's talk about Santino and his victory, 72 to 62. Uh, He paid 45 fab dollars for Zeke Elliott last week, Bishop. And Zeke Elliott was the highest scoring running back this week with only 20 points. But he gets a touchdown and he catches seven passes. Oh my God! It's like it's uh, 2016 all over again.
3: Like a Santino, it's like a visionary. Like for years we made fun of him, but we didn't realize he was just many years ahead of us. Um, so I don't, I don't know what to say. He's, he's the man. I hope he wins. I literally hope he wins the Super Bowl. I wanted him to win that one year. Uh, that didn't happen, but hopefully this is the year. This is the year for Santino and we're all waiting for it.
1: Yeah, Santino was able to overcome a zero from Noah Brown, which was an interesting uh, lineup decision as well. Uh, but, uh, yeah, the the 20 points from Zeke, uh, he had a good game from Brock Purdy with two two touchdowns. Um, and uh, Jamar Chase did not have a great game, uh, but, but he had enough. He had enough uh, to beat the big dumb idiot who is uh, apparently walking around the streets of Rome, Micah, and complaining about the quality of the (laughs) cobblestone streets.
4: Yeah, and you know what? Speaking of uh, coups, right? So I sent BDI on a top-secret mission to Italia to get some intel, all these mysterious rules that Giuseppe keeps under lock and key. And I said, hey, BDI, you're going on a mission. He's like, Yes, sir, I'm going on a mission. And he's like, I'm here in I'm here in Italia, sir. I'm like, great, are you in Milan? He's like, no, I went to Rome. I'm like, you big dumb idiot, man. You can't <laughs> even do your uh you can't even do this right.
0: <laughs> You're I'm supposed to go get
4: those rules. Those rules that Giuseppe keeps under lock and key. We sent you there. Infiltrate. Coup. And you go to the wrong town. <laughs> and then you complain about the people and the food. <laughs> Maron. Micah, you've been to Rome, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a, uh, it is a dump, but it's amazing. It's Like, amazing. it's filthy. Like, there's, uh, yeah, Like if you're at the, the, the train stations, I was actually kind of staying near the train station. There was literally, like, when I tell you I was walking through garbage, I mean, I was literally walking through garbage. The streets and the sidewalks were just, like, literally just garbage everywhere and uh like once you get away from the train station there's some cool stuff but uh yeah i know that just i don't know what i don't know what bdi what bdi's going there he's a, he's supposed to be like an orthodox bro but he's going to the vatican so who knows but uh dirty town what a cool place
1: yeah and uh bdi was asking for lasagna recommendations in rome bishop that's uh <laughs> i think you're, you're more likely to yeah. get lasagna in jersey where uh where tommy devito's from than rome i don't think that's really a rome thing is it micah
4: help me out here no man it's like uh it's like it, it was like base it's like going to italy and trying to go to mcdonald's there's no <laughs> lasagna there It's like they're probably like oh what is the lasagna we got the couple
3: yeah i'm trying to think of other italian delicacies i can, like nothing's coming to my head um
4: yeah, you could, like calamari,
1: you could get some calamari, you could get some projut, you know, f- some focaccia. Oh, the focaccia.
4: Oh. Yeah, there's like smoked meats all over, but I don't think I saw lasagna anywhere in Rome, Bologna, Milano. Huh. Venice, like I, I not see lasagna anywhere, but lots of uh less like spaghettis and bologna, bolognese. Huh.
0: <laughs>
1: Well, uh, he's got a lot of time to look out there because he's not in the playoffs. Uh, BDI did not make the playoffs. Santino did, but which spot did he get? It all hinged on the next matchup. And that was Micah's Brotherhood of the Bread (laughs) versus Worm's Team Taylor. Uh, So Worm was guaranteed a spot whether it be playoff in the wild card or as a division winner. All he had to do was win, and uh, he could not do it, Micah, because the bread, the the yeast has risen to the top, as they say. Uh, Why don't you talk about this matchup?
4: Well, I did exactly what I wanted to do. I wanted to make sure that uh, Santino... Got a boost for the playoff run. I was a bit worried. Um, At one point in time, I I, there was some uh, reading the news about the quarterbacks, and uh, Joe Flacco had a pretty impressive week the week prior for a guy who hasn't played in like a year or two. But then I was reading reports that this other guy might start. So I'm like, "What the hell is going on in Cleveland?" And I'm like, "Well, this Josh Dobbs guy—he had one of the worst games ever the week before." I was like, okay, he did pretty good the past few weeks. He can't possibly be that bad again. And oh no, oh no, he was that bad and worse, gets benched. So I was like a little worried going in. But I've got uh the Dallas Cowboys kicker who is the MVP of my team and he helped me fly this week along with uh Jameer Gibbs and Raheem Mostert getting literally like I blinked and then he had two touchdowns. I have no idea what happened. It was amazing. It catapulted me to victory, and uh, I conquered Worm, who will uh, forever be on my fantasy football shift list because of the uh, that Clippers game, and I'm happy that I could help Santino secure a Ditka division championship.
1: That is true, because uh, Worm could not get the victory. Santino did. So Worm ends up in the wild card, and Santino is crowned. The 2023 Ditka winner. Um, The Dallas Cowboys kicker. Let's talk about that for a hot minute here. Uh, He hit a 60-yarder. And then he hit a 59-yarder. I think he's the first uh, in NFL history to hit both of those uh, length field goals in a single game. But he wasn't done then. Then he hit another 50-yarder. And then he hit another... 45 yarders so four field goals three of them were over 50 yards that is a, a hell of a week that guy has not missed a kick all season is that correct micah uh
4: i that i don't know uh if we can pull up his uh his records here i'm looking it up right looks now looks like has, that is true yeah. he has not missed he missed an uh, extra looks point like he's missed one extra point Ooh. two extra and points and Two of them. And I honestly I did not know his name until ten seconds ago.
1: <laughs>
4: so Brandon Aubrey, Brandon Aubrey. Huh. Okay. That name does not roll off a tongue, does not sound like a Martine Grammatica or Mike Vanderjagt, Or but um I think he should stick. Sh- Yeah, I think-, I think he should change his name to Brandon Grammatica. Yeah. That would be pretty cool. That
1: would be awesome.
4: And I'll keep him too. If he changes his name to Brandon Grammatica. I'll keep him next year.
1: Worms <laughs> um, team really got let down by Justin Herbert and the broken finger. Uh, Easton stick turns out is not an NFL uh, fantasy quarterback. Only scoring one point on the, on the game here did have a great game from uh, Saquon Barkley, but uh, it was not enough uh, to beat the brotherhood of the bread. Uh, the defense and special teams really uh, let Worm down here. He only got five combined points. Uh, Actually, less than that because Green Bay lost. So I think they got three points out of both defense and special teams, Uh, whereas Micah got 31 points, and that was the key to victory here. So Worm is the wild card winner. Any final thoughts on this uh, matchup here, boys, before we keep going here?
3: Yeah, I have a quick question for you, Tony. Would you rather have been the wild card or the division winner going – would you want to be the wild card going up against Kowalski, who's backpedaling, uh-huh. or the division winner to go against the uh, – I forgot um, who
1: You know, I, I I would rather have the guaranteed 200 personally because anything could happen in the playoffs, as we've seen before. Uh, Kowalski had a bad week this week, but that doesn't mean he can't score 130 next week. You know what I mean? Um, so I would rather, I would rather win the division and you get the smack talk of, of winning the division. I think that's, uh, that's more important to me personally. I see. Yeah. I, I'm assuming you would go the other way on this.
3: Yeah. I want the best of the best. So if I'm, if I, I want to be the wild card so I can go against the number one team, uh, totally eliminate him mm-hmm. and then go on to the winner of, uh, the second and third, or, you know, the, the two versus three, dominate that matchup. So that way there's no excuses on my way to the Super Bowl. I like it. I
1: like it. All right, let's keep going here. we got a long show. <laughs> and at quarterback, we have Lamar Jackson for Turtle.
2: Straight cash, homie.
1: And we had a split here. Uh, we had uh, Zeke Elliott for Santino.
2: Straight cash, homie.
1: And Saquon Barkley for Worm. Straight cash, homie. So that's five bucks. Uh, maybe Worm could buy some uh, some more tree soap uh, for his next travel, travel, travel bag here. <laughs> I really want to know what kind of soap that was. Uh, it's, it's, it's bothering me. Actually. I
4: wish I could remember. <laughs> was it called like tea tree or something like that?
3: I I remember where it was in the store, so maybe I'll check it out next time.
4: He likes something called tea tree oil. Huh. I don't know what that is. There is no tea in trees. (laughs) I I don't know, Matt. It's a a, hippie Trader Joe shit.
1: (laughs) Well, at wide receiver, uh, we had Debo for Bob. Straight cash, homie. And let's go to the start of the week. Start of the week. And this one was easy for me, Bishop. Uh, obviously, it's going to Santino with Eze- Ezekiel Elliott coming off free agency, where he spends forty five dollars on Zeke, and he pays off big time, getting him, uh, getting him a payout and a uh, playoff victory here. So,
3: <minimizing the beat> partic-
1: <the beat> I'm gonna let you take this one.
3: I see that you wrote Mike Evans, and while I could respect that, I want to give an honorable mention to a Patrick Mahomes. Okay. Uh, They have a juicy matchup. Everyone thought this was going to be a high over-under Buffalo, Kansas City, and he does nothing. He scores nine points. Granted, he still scored nine points, so it's hard to place him as a dud, but I think expectation-wise, I think Giuseppe was expecting a lot more than nine. But uh, I do like the Mike Evans one because – justifies what I was saying all along. Terrible person.
1: I thought I'd give you a little bit to tap dance on his grave there for, for, for a minute there. So
3: I got my shoes on.
1: One lucky uh, I'm going to give this to Santino. He did need some help to win the, the division and he got it from Micah, uh, who Micah by winning that game actually Eliminated himself out of the lottery, so uh, I ask you this, Mike: uh, You you dropped like five, like two spots in the draft order here. Do you think it was worth it?
4: Yes, yeah, it was definitely worth it, uh, because you know it propelled Santino to uh, the fast lane for a championship, and uh, I have a feeling that there might be some. Options outside of the uh, the lottery zone that I want to take advantage of, so I'm happy with it. Okay,
1: I'm great. G- glad to hear it. The
0: worst fantasy football owner
1: of the week, and it's Matt. Uh, Forty eight points. Uh, I don't think we need to pile on Matt anymore. So let's just go right in to the waiver wire, Bishop. I'm sure you're ready for this. Waiver, wire,
3: waiver wire. Hello and welcome to the Playoff Week One waiver wire recap segment. And I am clicking around to try to find
4: it because I was <laughs> not ready. Let's go to transactions. Here we go. All right. I Luckily, have they're... never been more confused by uh, transactions page.
3: I only do that, and then I sort by uh, time, so that way I can go. No, and I, order. I just mean
4: the activity that you'll be covering. I was like. Who Who is still on this roster and who is not? Oh, we'll get yeah. to it. All these names we'll are get ridiculous. It. We will get
1: to it.
3: All right. So we actually have some money spent. We have a whole $2 spent by Cologne Rocks acquiring the Rams defense and releasing the Las Vegas Raiders defense. Didn't even know the Rams defense was available. Huh. Uh, we got some $0 bids here from uh, Robot Unicorn Attack. Oh, I lost my order. Looks like he acquired Amari Cooper and released Josh Palmer. Yep, and then released Amari Cooper <laughs> and then picked up Chase Brown, running back from the Bengals. I don't even know who these people are. Yeah, uh, Is Amari, Amari, Cooper Amari Cooper and dead?
1: Josh Palmer. Let's keep that in your keep, keep that fresh in your mind as okay. you go on to the free moves.
3: Okay, now we are into the free moves. Uh, looks like an actual 12 hours after the waiver went through. Uh, he acquires Josh Palmer again. Am I looking at this wrong? This is be difficult. Yeah, he acquires Josh Palmer again and releases Amari Cooper. And then acquires Amari Cooper and releases Josh Palmer. Within seven minutes of that last one. You think this is like
4: brain, a a uh, My brain's broken. I, I need an abacus right now. I can't figure this out. <laughs> I
1: I have no idea. I don't know. I know that weed is legal in in Washington, so maybe. I don't know. I mean, I've seen it happen where like, you make it you make a move and then you immediately think different about it and you 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 reverse it right, but he did it three times. <laughs>
3: thought he was messing with me for this waiver wire. Maybe he just didn't expect any transactions, so he's like, I got to confuse Bishop doing this. I don't know. So that's how how I took it.
1: Well, thanks for the content. But he wasn't done.
3: (laughs) No. Yeah, thank you, Kowalski. But he wasn't done there. He also released the Houston Texans kicker and acquired the Chicago Bears kicker.
1: Excellent. Excellent transaction, I would say.
3: And lastly, we have the Brotherhood of the Bread. Doing what should have been done week one. Releasing Leonard Fournette, who apparently was on the Buffalo Bills. And acquiring David Njoku, tight end from the Cleveland Browns. Micah, tell us about it.
4: Oh, it's going to be fantastic. I'm going to start it's... at the best tight ends in the league. Taylor Swift is going to be dating David Njoku next season after she ditches Travis Kelsey. And I'll be head on the bandwagon.
3: And you have a keeper for next year, right? So, like, this is oh, clearly course. your keeper. I'm
1: going to, keep to keep him twice. <laughs> exactly. Ninjoku watch is over. <laughs> we made it 15. Ninjoku weeks. watch has concluded. That's, that's true. Oh, wow, okay. he
3: actually blew up last week. I'm just looking at his numbers. It's fascinating. Yep. Six for 91 and two touchdowns. Congratulations, Mike, on a well spent waiver wire transaction. And that will conclude the waiver wire segment for playoff week one.
1: All right. Let's talk about some emails.
0: There's a letter in your mailbox.
1: And we get an email here from Kowalski. uh, Continues his uh, streak of excellence, sending in an email to the scoop and poop hotline, scoop and poop at gmail.com. And he says, this is why I didn't want to see Team Spam in the playoffs. Just an utter butt whooping. And then he gives us a little snapshot of Tony Pollard and Mike Evans scoring 12 points. And then a snapshot of Zach Moss and DJ Moore scoring 29 points. And he says, that's 29 to 12 for those of you scoring at home. Uh, team Taylor versus Team Kelsey next week. So um yeah, so we have uh we have that. Uh, uh I have something special for all the listeners here. We got an email from Santino and it included an audio clip, guys. Are you ready for this?
4: I'm oh, let's ready. going to be the greatest moment in the history of, of Scoop and Poop.
1: We waited all year for a, for a promo from Santino. And he finally delivers Here's, Here we go. Buckle up.
0: Oh Bobby. Billy Bob. Stay away you cancer. You manipulated your way into our league. You got my dear sweet brother-in-law kicked out. That way you can get in. Kneel before me or the beating I'm going to give you on Sunday is going to be speaked about in hushed tones for generations to come. Let me make one thing perfectly clear. I don't want there to be any confusion. I'm going to say it as plainly as I can with every fiber of my being. I hate you. And on Sunday, I'm going to show you that there are levels to this. I will score points in circles around you. And I will let you understand in real time what it means to be the best fantasy football team in the world. (laughs) What was that? I'm not playing Bobby this week. I'm playing Pee Wee. Oh, that's Tony's neighbor, and he's actually a good guy and a great neighbor? And he didn't get Mike kicked out of the league? My brother in law told everyone except me with six months' notice? I'm sorry. I'm going to have to take the L on this one, guys. My bad. This one's on me. I love you, Bobby. Come here for a kissy kiss.
3: Fantastic.
1: All I gotta say is, uh, thank God there's a mute button, uh, because I oh, was I'm dying. I I was in tears. Uh, thank you, Santino. <laughs> oh man, I think the the playoff berth has revitalized Santino, and that is uh, he's putting the whole league on notice, Bishop.
3: Dude, how are we ever gonna compete now? I don't know. Like, what's the point of being in the lottery, Tony? If you're just gonna play against Santino?
1: I know. It's it's a foregone conclusion, that's for sure. <laughs> uh, shout out to Santino, and we also got a, a an audio clip from Giuseppe. So let's. let's oh, it let's, doesn't matter. Yeah, no, I mean, I, good luck following up uh, Santino. That Here's is on song. the Mount
2: Rushmore promos. <laughs> Here we go. What's up, guys? Hope everybody's doing well. Uh, this week will be housekeeping week. Um, we I know we mentioned before, but. This is Bowl Week. If you have not done so already, please feel free to go ahead and challenge somebody in the league. And once it's accepted, I will add it to the schedule. Uh, And then next week is the Rumble, which is a $10 entry for those of you who don't remember or need a reminder. I will send a recap of the weekly payouts on the message board so that way you can see if you've received a $10 payout this year for a highest performing player then you can automatically be you just let me know one way or another either through the message board, text message, email, however you want to do it if you want to be included. Again, it's a $10 entry winner take all and that's only for teams that are not in the championship. Other than that, you know um good luck to the teams that are in the playoffs and everybody uh who is not in the playoffs good luck in the rumble if you, you decide to enter or playoffs in other leagues and i will be back uh next week
1: ah thanks just up uh yeah um this is the bowl week and we did have some bowl challenges and we'll get to those uh shortly after we talk about prediction results and uh Micah just that that train just hasn't stopped all year. Uh he hits he hits five out of six, Bishop. You were second place with four out of six, and I was me and Bobby were uh three out of six. So uh season long total. Uh Micah has clinched forty-nine correct. I came in second place with forty-three, and Bishop. Uh, only 39. So, uh, Micah is the big winner. I will be, uh, shipping him 20 bucks, uh, here in the next couple days. Uh, let's talk about, uh, how you're going to get him that 20, Bishop, because you got to send him, uh, through your weird ass credit union from like
4: 1996.
3: Yeah, I'm still working on that. Uh, he might just get a check in the mail. Uh, that's probably the best route we're going to go, Micah. So I apologize. I'm going to write a check like it's, uh, nineteen ninety four.
4: Well that's that's perfectly fine. Man. I, I totally I totally doubt that. Uh screw all the Wells Fargo's and the Jeff Bezos's. <laughs> Send dinar's the old fashioned way with the exactly. check. all reliable.
1: Absolutely. All right. Uh so yeah let's talk about the ball games. For all the uh non playoff teams we can entertain ourselves this week by uh, making challenges on the message board or on the podcast. Uh, and just up our commissioner actually led off and uh, he, he shot down this challenge and he says this year, I am issuing a challenge to you, Tony 2020 COVID ravaged season champion with a giant asterisk versus 2021 COVID free irrefutable champion in the 2023 has-been bowl sponsored by fidget spinners whatever happened to those things uh i accepted almost immediately i would love to uh prove that the 2020 covid season was much harder uh to win than the 2021 uh covid season (laughs) um so yes, I have a challenge from Giuseppe, and I have accepted. Uh, I don't think there's any stakes here. Uh, maybe, maybe we'll do a lunch on the line or something because I'm hoping to, I'm hoping to grab lunch with Giuseppe when he's in town next week. Uh, so maybe, maybe we'll uh, put a little side pot on that bishop. What do you think about that?
3: you gotta do something. to Make it entertaining. <clears throat> True. Uh, so I completely forgot about the bulls this week, and I was actually thinking about who I wanted to challenge, and. I think I want to challenge Micah. and I'm going to do it like on the air. Nice. So Micah has no idea that I'm doing this. Uh, I'm looking at his roster. I'm still upset he's rostering Calvin Ridley, who I hate. And he just picked up David and Joku. Ooh. So for me, those are reasons to challenge Micah to a bowl game. I'm not clever enough with uh, bold names. If you want to come up with something, Micah, I'm, I'd be down for it. But you have a lot of lions in your team, so this should be fun.
4: Yeah, we'll figure something out. I accept the challenge. We'll have a good old-fashioned uh, borderline war crime of a game. Some ethnic <laughs> cleansing. We'll make it a whole Balkan affair. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm going to change my name to NATO.
1: All right. So we have the Ethnic Cleansing Bowl sponsored by It would be a good sponsor? Probably NATO. Probably by <laughs> NATO, yeah. Okay. All right. Eth- <laughs> ethnic Cleansing Bowl sponsored by NATO. Okay. We have a challenge and we have an exception. So there we go. Uh, We had another challenge issued, but not, not accepted. So Bobby big balls hit the message board a little upset that BDI couldn't take care of business against Santino. So he says, since I am definitely in the playoffs, I could still partake, right? Question mark. Because for some asinine estranged reason, I am not in the playoffs. I would have to call out the only person that fucked me harder than I could have for sitting Dak Prescott and playing with your heart and picking the worst kicker on your team. BDI, I challenge you for no less than $200, but again, if I Mm -hmm. wasn't in the playoffs, as I should be. So Bob is going for the jugular here. He wants to challenge BDI to a $200 bowl game, Bishop.
3: Uh, They call him Bobby Big Balls for a reason. That's true. Yeah. I mean, he's coming off a pretty good week. Can he repeat? I don't know. I'd have to look at BDI's roster. It might be worth it. I don't know.
4: Yeah. I've got to ask you, Tony, before I, I got... Well, I was going to say I wanted to ask you before we we go. There was some previous commentary on the board from Mr. Big Balls. Uh-huh. Was that a work or is that like a... Like a BDI thinking I win and mocking on the message <laughs> board and waking up in front I lost situation.
1: No, he he knew entirely what was happening. Uh, him and I have been texting like the past uh, Monday night, and uh, he knew he wasn't going to make the playoffs because of divisional record and tiebreakers and all that shit. Uh, so it was just a work. He was just having some fun.
4: Oh, uh, that's that's good. It, it would it was still still good. It would have been funny if it was like a BDI situation, but. Uh, yeah. Unfortunately, we have to break the news to Mr. Big Balls that BDI cannot read, nor does he have two hundred dollars. So that's why your challenge is not accepted. If he had two hundred, he has no idea what you wrote. He's 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 in
1: Italy right now trying to buy two hundred dollar lasagna. He's not gonna he's not gonna accept this bowl challenge. There's no way. So um but I do want to say this happened before, Bishop. I, I seem to remember Turtle. And BDI in like a two hundred dollar in like a entry fee bowl. Do you do you remember this?
3: I do not recall that. I mean, I could definitely believe that it took place. I okay. I, I could definitely see that happening. I just don't know who or who who is between it. Whether or not it was actual entry fee, that'd be hilarious.
1: <laughs> I I know they
3: did a bet for like team names, right? That's why BDI had that stupid team name all right? year.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I I, I want to say I believe that... there was
4: also a loser leaves town a couple years ago with PeeWee. that was not accepted. Yeah, also <laughs> involving BDI and PeeWee left anyway.
1: He left anyway. <laughs> <laughs> now I want to say that there was some sort of there was some sort of side bet in a bowl game, and I remember Turtle had to like cash app BDI money. Uh, I don't know if Turtle listens to these podcasts anymore, but buddy, if you do listen, please email or Discord. D- did I? Am I making this up or did this actually happen? So, uh, And we had one more challenge, and this came from me. I wanted to challenge all of the teams that I lost by one point on Monday Night Football. Uh, two of those teams are in the playoffs, so uh, I challenge BDI and Turtle. Uh, you guys beat me by one point this year, and I challenge you to the three-way dance of bullshit bowl sponsored by Chili's. So uh, they have yet to accept that either. So look out for that. Uh, it's always fun to have bowl bowl games. So uh, let's uh, let's get into the playoff matchups here, boys, and we'll start with the one seed. Kowalski's robot unicorn attack taking on Worms Team Taylor who ended up as the wild card I will mention that Kowalski is only a two point favorite in this matchup Uh, this is a pretty close game according to RT Sports Uh, Bishop why don't you give us your analysis who do you think is going to win this playoff game and why
3: okay so do you remember a few weeks ago when I it was, it was shortly after our trade, where I said I traded Kowalski two players, name value players, so that now he's going to struggle with lineup decisions for the rest of the year.
1: I do recall, and we
3: haven't really, yeah, we haven't really seen the fruits of it until this week, where we saw him unable to determine whether or not he wanted Amari Cooper on his roster. <laughs> I think it is a hundred percent in his head now. He doesn't know what to do with his lineup. He's starting a guy named Jaden Reed. I don't know who that is. He's he's benching, you know, Keenan Allen because he's scared of the quarterback getting hurt. He's I don't know. I'm just saying he's ooh. And his defense is the Dolphins. They're going against the vaunted Jets. The Jets, oh. these, these are not good matchups, my friend. Uh, although Worm has to play that shitty quarterback from Arizona because his other shitty quarterback broke his finger. Ooh, he's he's benching his tight end that he keeps starting that I don't know his name. Of. Uh, I think he needs to get that dude back in probably for Devon Chan, because he ain't doing anything. Uh, give me who has the least amount of Saturday guys? No, they both have the same one. Uh, give me worm in an upset. Wow. I think Kowalski is rattled.
1: <laughs> Micah, you, uh, care to give us some analysis?
4: Yeah, this was, uh, <clears throat> I think it's gonna be a pretty close game. Uh, neither lineup will, will be the most optimal. There's a lot of injury concerns, a lot of, uh not say a lot, but there's some guys who maybe have some shaky potential, like Kyler Murray. Um the Chiefs, something's going out the Chiefs. They are a sinking ship right now. Uh Travis Kelsey has got the blue balls because he can't get laid yet with that uh with Worm's favorite uh, lady. Um man. Kowalski keeps winning, um, but man, C D Lamb. Hmm. You know, at the quarterback plays, uh, Kyler Murray's probably going to have a little, little bit of a rough time with San Francisco. And the Lions' defense has been very shaky as of late, in particular when they're playing running backs who have the ability to scramble. And I don't think, uh, I don't know if uh, Russell Wilson's, I don't know what his mobile situation is like these days. But I know he's not a statue. He can move. Oh, but he's man. Tough play. You know what? Um, to me, this is a coin toss up of game. I'm going to go with, uh, I think his luck will continue. Not really his luck, but I think the winning ways will continue. I think Kowalski is going to edge out Worm.
1: All right. And I yep. think
4: it's going to come down to the quarterbacks.
1: This is a tough matchup. That is for sure. Uh, you mentioned the Keenan Allen thing he is hurt he is he has been ruled out for Thursday night so that's why he's on the bench. Uh, I believe Josh Jacobs is also banged up and hurt so kowalski's team is like falling apart right at the the spot in the season you do not want it to happen uh he's been pretty lucky all year he's also had like the highest scoring team so no shade at you I mean you've been killing it this year. Uh, but I just think uh, there's too many things that are going against you here. Uh, you're losing Keenan Allen in that performances. You're losing Josh Jacobs. You have to rely on somebody named Jaden Reed. Uh, I don't – is that a rookie? I'm not sure I know who that is. Uh, let's see if this – yeah, this guy's a rookie. He is a wide receiver for the Green Bay Packers. So, yikes. Um, <clears throat> yeah. I just think uh, there's there's a lot of bad vibes going on with your squad here, K-Wall. Uh, you're, you've picked up and dropped Amari Cooper three times uh, in the past 24 hours. That's never a good sign. Uh, benching the Dallas Cowboys defense, uh, Bishop, do you think that that's wise? Because we we all know that Josh Allen loves to turn the ball over, uh, and I'm, I'm kind of shocked that uh, he's benching the Dallas Cowboys.
3: Yeah, I would definitely start at the Cowboys. Are oh, you talking about Dallas Cowboys defense against Buffalo, where they can easily get two turnovers, or the Miami Dolphins who play
4: the Jets? Come on. Well, the Dolphins defense did get 21 uh, uh, twenty-one points in New Jersey, so maybe that's where Kowalski's going with this.
1: Yeah, but that was Tim Boyle, uh, and that was that Black Friday that's game. Uh, this is actually Zach Wilson coming back, who looked pretty good last week, so... <laughs> i don't i don't know about that one um uh cd lamb let's talk about worms team for a minute uh cd lamb is elite he he is one of the best wide receivers uh i think he's gonna have another big game uh i'm a little suspect on devon a chain uh i don't think that that's a good play against the jets um i that's a 37 and a half over under it's not a great line there but Saquon Barkley looked great last week. I think uh, I think he's going to have enough to take down Kowalski. I think this is going to be a very close game. And uh, Worm is revitalized with his tree bark soap, and uh, he's going to smell like a uh, a hickory tree, or maybe a, a nice spruce. We'll see. And I, I'm going to take I'm going to take King Worm here in this matchup. Let's go to the next matchup.
0: You need not look at the standings.
1: And we have Santino's Lucky Wolf versus McLean and Cologne Rocks. And the lines are a little funky here because McLean cut his defense and has not inserted a new one yet. So uh, Santino is a a five-and-a-half-point favorite, according to RT Sports right now. Uh, we all know that's going to change when uh, Cologne Rocks gets a lineup in here. But, Micah, talk about this game. How do you think that this is going to go?
4: Well, it's uh, it's been predetermined. This is like predestination here. Santino is going to win. Santino is a juggernaut. Santino is going to be the campeon of the league. And Santino will be crowned emperor.
1: Bishop, go ahead.
3: Oh, man. I really, really want Santino to win, but I don't like his lineup at all. He's starting Clyde Edwards-Alaire. Is that Isaiah Peshenko guy, is he hurt? Yeah, he's got like
1: a shoulder he's, injury. Or yeah, something. he's still bruised.
4: He's, 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 uh, he's beating up, so. Man. And
3: um, he's got... McLean's got Derrick Henry going against Tennessee. Joe Mixon going against Minnesota. These are some good matchups. Rashad uh, Rashad White, who apparently has been tearing it up lately. Yeah,
1: he's been really good. Going
3: against Green Bay. Like, he's just got so many good matchups. He needs, Santino needs guys like A.J. Brown to, like, explode and Jamar Chase, which I doubt he's going to do with uh, that retarded quarterback. Uh, Man. I mean, whatever. Who cares? There's, there's no money involved. Give me Santino for the win.
1: Nice. Uh, it, Santino, his season has been inevitable. Uh, we all knew that he was going to finish strong and take a stranglehold over the league, uh, especially in the uh, DICKA division, and he did that exactly. The problem is... He's starting guys like Zeke Elliott and Clyde Edwards-Elaire, whereas McLean has Derrick Henry, Joe Mixon, Rashad White, Austin Eckler. That's the problem here. And uh, I, I think every time that I've picked Santino this year, he has is, he is lost. And every time I have picked against Santino, he has won. We all know that Santino loves to uh, be the underdog. He loves when people doubt him, and I'm going to do just that. I'm going to pick McLean. I think he's got uh, the better lineup this week. Uh, Jamar Chase uh, is going to be screaming under the bridge this week uh, with Jake Browning at quarterback. I thought... Wasn't there another guy playing quarterback? I don't think it was Jake Browning last week. I thought he got hurt, and there was a different guy playing quarterback. So, oh, man. They're I'm... all
3: Josh Brownings to me.
1: Yeah, whatever. Whatever. Whoever's playing quarterback, it's not going to get the ball to Jamar Chase. So I'm going to take McClain here. I think uh, McClain will win this one. But Santino, you are the underdog, and I am doubting you. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So hopefully uh, hopefully, <laughs> hopefully the, the, the football gods will take care of this matchup in the way I want it to go. But let's talk about a breakout player out of the playoff games. Uh, I'm going to go first. I'm going to say it's going to be Rasheed Rice. I think they're going to clamp down on Travis Kelsey the way that his woman clamps down on his things. And uh, I think Rasheed Rice has a big game.
3: Uh, I'm going to take that that stupid Arizona Cardinals quarterback for Worms team. Uh, they're playing against San Francisco. They're going to be down a lot. He's going to be throwing. Um, yeah, why not? Give
4: me him. I'll go with uh, Russell Wilson. Unfortunately, I think that uh, he's going to have uh, a lot for K-Wall, but unfortunately for me, for the Lions. But uh, <laughs> I think he's going to look like... Uh, like past peak MVP style Russell Wilson against the Lions on Sunday.
1: Let's ride, baby! All right. Well, good luck to the playoff teams. Um, good luck to the bowl game participants. And this has been the Week 14 recap slash playoff preview show. Fantasy football
0: scoop and
3: finally,
1: who?
0: All right, show's over up Scoop and Poop
1: Fantasy Podcast, now available on iTunes. Also, email us at scoopandpoop
4: at gmail.com.